Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 703. And today we're diving into the city of Jinky 43, which is Epiphany. And this is the revelation of everything. This is the Epiphany, right? It's a Greek word that means inner revelation. It means inner manifestation. And you can go into the details of it, you know. It's, it's sound. It, it's definitely uh, talking about sound. And it's, uh, if you go into separations, it's an over-apparition, uh, hovering apparition. But in, uh, what it really, uh, at its core, it means manifestation. Manifestation of God. And the funny thing here is that this is basically the divine dichotomy. The, the realization that everything is sacred already. Even the shadow. Even the darkness. Even the nasty. Even evil. Believe that. Right? <laughs> That's a hard one to swallow. Right? Everything is God. Everything is sacred. Everything is spiritual. And, but it can only be seen like that from the perspective of the moment of the revelation. From the city, from the divine awakening, right? Uh, you cannot, you cannot tra- pretend, like, like I say, you cannot fool God. You cannot pretend that you understand these things intellectually. They have to be a manifestation that have gone into the cells of the body. An electromagnetic current that travels through the body into the DNA. And it transforms us from within. Transforms the body um, because we have uh, transformed the personality. We have surrendered the personality. And, and then ultimately it takes everything, everything away from the personality. All is surrendered. All, all this... Um, separate identity you still have you still the observer the point of observation but the point of observation becomes all of observation so you're no longer a shard of the light of creation you have returned to the point of all observation and and that is the access to all information and all knowledge and it's it's interesting because um at that page, at that stage, um, the realization is that everything is sacred and everyone is sacred. So that is really what changes humanity, what changes our civilization. To true meaning of love is to realize that there are no people, that people don't exist. There's only God. And God is ordinary. <laughs> it's not like this huge thing. You know, it's like, can you see God in a beggar? Can you see God in a foul-mouthed person? Can you see God in a biker or in a, in a person with a Down syndrome? Can you see God in, in, a, in a socialite? Can you see God in, in, a, in a true nasty fucking villain? A tyrant? Can you see God in everything? And and you see, because that's ultimately the revelation, is, is realizing that we are all playing characters. In this in this story, in this in this reality, we are playing characters. 
that serve the plot, that serve the, the story, and it serves our place within the story. Every lifetime we are here. And, and it's the, the magnificence of life is that not only that we lay out the lifetime uh, like, a, like a play, and, and we hang out with, you know, players and say, okay, well, you're going to play that part. I'm going to play that play. You're going to be Jesus and you're going to be Judas and you're going to be, you know, Peter, whatever, you know. And then we come and play it, right? Hopefully, you know, hoping that it's actually going to work out. Um, a lot of times it doesn't work out because we, we just, we chicken shit <laughs> in the middle of the of the play. Like, oh my God, no, this is too hard. But... Um, but the most important part is that that layout of the lifetime before incarnation, um, it also it's also part of a grander layout of all of the universe. It's not like because we have our own layout of the of the of the story of our life uh, that is ours, because <laughs> there's no personality, you know. When you're dead, personality is gone. I mean, you still have your your essence, right? All of your memories and, and all of your, you know, your unique point of expression. You're still you, but there's no asshole. <laughs> there's no asshole that, that's going to shit on your face, you know, that like the personality does every day, you know, here. And so, but that layout of that blueprint of that um, storyline that plot, if you will, it it fits within the grander uh, layout of the universe. And and let's just focus on this planet, you know, like just the layout of this civilization, this biomachine we're riding. Because there's biomachines all over the universe, you know. It's like just as we have this body, there's, you know, civilizations all throughout the universe with different biomachines that have been designed similar or completely different or slightly different or, you know, there's all sorts of configurations. So let's just say we're looking into this earth and we have this bio machine here. And and so the, the part of our story that we lay out before incarnation is also realizing that um, <clears throat> that we, that story is going to is going to contribute to the transformation and evolution and transmutation, the mutation of the biomachine. It's going to be your part of the puzzle that you bring in, if you, you know, however you deal with your story and, and affect the DNA because you're going to affect the DNA and that creates morph effect, you know, it, it goes into the morphogenetic field and it affects the DNA of the pools of DNA. Whether you have offspring or not, it doesn't matter because it affects the field. A, a true transformation affects a field. And so it is participating in the transformation of the of the of the Homo sapiens into the Homo sanctus. And 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 just like when we were hominids, you know, whatever we did with our very simple story of, you know, lay out the, the timeline, you know, we're gonna in this lifetime we're gonna learn how to, you know, not be afraid of the fucking dinosaurs. That's it, you know, and and you know it was very short. <laughs> you, you, you took very very many tries to get that one right, but here now we are dealing with uh, with a thinking mind, right? The personality. So 
It's kind of the same thing. It's like our the dinosaur of our of our of our era, right? It lives inside of us and it's all constantly eating us. So, so we, so as we go through our lives and we and we manage to change, then that change is affecting the whole species, and this is ultimately where humanity is going to this revelation. That we all are God. That there's nothing but God. That's all there is. And and it's it's this uh, one incredible, amazing organism. It, it, it is life. Not just the body, but everything. And it's evolving consciousness, you know, kind of like the flagship of, of its evolving consciousness. It's, it's this bio-machines we're riding. And... And so we are the consciousness, the God itself, the light of creation is, is evolving the biomachines every lifetime. And this is a grander picture. And then you take it even deeper and you go, well, the participation of this planet, of this civilization, and all that we're doing here, it's part of another layout of reality. And we'll start looking at civilizations on our star cluster, on our galaxy. And then you start seeing civilizations on other galaxies and star cluster, galaxy clusters until you start keep going and going and going. All of it, it's one thing. And, and in our little personality, we don't have the consciousness to observe that. But at the end of the day, you realize that that is that is the realization that is the epiphany that we are so loved and and beyond the we are so loved love is everything and so as as we surrender this personality um we 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 surrender back into this source that understands there is no uh, there's no way you can fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, just to make it plain and simple, you know, we're getting there. Might take a while, but we're getting there. And like I said, oh, you, we got the popcorn people that you know, popcorn. Like you put the popcorn in the microwave, and there's a few gonna be pop, popping up before the whole thing starts popping. And we've got Buddha and Jesus, and you know, many, many, many others. So a lot of them are not famous because they just go into the woods and disappear. But um, but this is what we are. This is, this is what we are. This is the revelation, right? The revelation. We're going to be talking about that and the silence because it's also we're going to be talking about this audio part, this <gasps> acoustic. And it's like I said, is <coughs> to really call it acoustic is kind of limiting. It's really vibrational, which is light and sound and matter and thought. So it's all of it. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's a homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. And when you're there, you can listen to that podcast episode. And I will explain what we're doing here with this Gene Keys, right? This is a system by uh, made, um, uh, written by a wonderful, beautiful man, um, um, a mystic um, and a poet, um, a British poet called Richard Rudd. And, um, and he's basically a compilation of uh, an updated version of the I Ching, the ancient I Ching, and compiling pretty much everything else. 
every system out there, every religion and, and, and spiritual tradition in a cohesive uh, way, but at the same time is uh, very flexible. And so basically what we're doing here is learning how to, um, how to use this, how to understand the 64 basic archetypes that the building blocks of reality. Which is all consciousness. Consciousness is, is what creates reality. It's at the, at the core of all of life. <coughs> and so, uh, when we understand that, we understand change. And change is the constant of life. And, and, and you know, that's what we have our most trouble with, change. Because we, we suddenly get to a plateau or something and we're, we're chill and we're cool. And then suddenly, boom, a hurricane comes and blows everything up. And you're like, fuck, I just had finished doing my, you know, sandcastle. You know, now it's gone. Ah, where that came from? That came from from uh, two places. One, uh, our attachment to our uh, creations. And two, the lesson of the future. Because the more we get attached to what is, the less we can experience what, what the unknown what what the vastness of all possibilities so and and you know we take that concept and lay it out through everything in our reality right and and so but when you look through each one of these lenses right each one of these gene keys uh, there's a path a path from the misunderstanding to the understanding and to the dissolution of anything logic or 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 uh, reasoning Right, the, this the dissolution of the point of attention, uh, and and so in order to reach that, that's the divine gift. That that's not even the dissolution. That's the entry point into the dissolution of the of the point of attention. Um, but that's ultimately our goal, and not, not even our goal, our our our, um, our destiny. And you know, we're gonna be looking into this jinky. This jinky goes even beyond destiny. Jinky forty three. So on that page in episode 256, you're going to find a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is a map that uh, we're using to um, do our work. So when you click on that link, that'll take you to the Jinkies website. You can download this map. It's free to download. And um, and and it's, it's specifically tailored to your uh, biogenetic configuration in this lifetime and your spiritual challenges in this lifetime. And still... It's still just uh, um, um, <clears throat> a starting point because we really have all these 64 archetypes and the 64 archetypes are really just one. So, but the whole journey of putting up our attention on these keywords uh, begins unraveling our uh, connection to the unknown, to the mystery. And at some point we become uh, connected at a deeper level, we start bypassing the personality, the the monk, the monkey mind, right? That knows everything, and uh, and we start truly, genuinely knowing without thinking, and, and that is the key here. You know, true knowledge is it doesn't think. True knowledge is, and so uh, that may be a better word to say. We start just being, truly being. And that is when our genius and our, and our gifts start coming out. So our work here is to look, use that map to look into these 11 areas in the unconscious uh, to reclaim those misunderstandings of reality and then uh, transmute them with the understanding of love. 
and that's what I was mentioning earlier today um, on the beginning of the podcast. Um, love is the realization that there's only one thing here. And whatever, however you treat yourself, you wouldn't, you know, steal your own finger and cut it off. Because it's your finger. It's attached to your hand. It, it has a purpose. You know, I'm going to steal it because I saw it and it's pretty. Blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? You know, but that's what we do. We go to life, you know, uh, uh, trying to deceive people, trying to steal things from people, trying to win over people, trying to stepping over people, you know, just being afraid of people. It's all fear at the very core, right? When they are our hands and our fingers and our eyes and they are our livers and our, you know, these are metaphors, of course, right? People are us. And so it's like it, it's like you're not going into your house and stealing your own chair. You know, it's a pretty one. I'm going to take it. It's like it's your fucking house. God damn, you sit on the chair. But that's the kind of shit that the personality does. So, and this is where we're living. This is literally the world that we exist on. Because it all comes from the actions of the shadow. That's that's what we call here in the jinkies. The path from the shadow through the gift unto the divine gift, the city, right? <laughs> so when we look in the unconscious, we're looking for these shadows, making them conscious. We become conscious of it. That's the most important thing. That's not really the most of the job. Then we take responsibility for it. It's like, this is my power. But the problem is that, and it's energy, Right? The problem is that when we express our power from the shadow, from the darkness, which which is just, you know, take, I want, I, I eat and give me the meat, you know, we we trample on life. We, we, we destroy life. And this is what's been going on in the civilization up to this point. But when we understand that the true purpose of that power is to be expressed with love, with care for yourself, because it's you that it's out there. The other person is you. How do you care and love yourself? And the beauty of it is that you're going to talk to another person. They're going to talk completely different than you. How do you fucking love that? Ta-da! That is the key word, right? Now we have an adventure there. It's easy to just, you know, fight and, you know, try to stamp on other people. But get along with them. Oh, my fucking God. Now we got a business there. It's love. Love, love, love is the only way. I mean, through this, you know, eventually it evolves and it becomes even beyond that. But where, if you're in the shadows, the way out is love. And so that's our work with, with this map. And so when you get your map, come back to episode 256 here on Jordan.tv. And uh, every word that you see on that map, you can put it on the, on the search uh, on the top of it's on the top of, of the website on every page. But... We have over at least 650 episodes that talk about this stuff. On that episode 256, we have an index that'll, um, you know, tell you where to find all the, how to, well, the whole page explains how to read this map. There's charts, there's a video, there's a podcast, uh, uh, audio, there's uh, uh, resources, more links to the Jinkies website for more stuff that they have there. We're doing, we're using the the, the art of contemplation here. And that's uh, that's the work, uh, kind of like the main core practice here, and um, and so there uh, in the index you will see the different uh, where you can find the different areas of this map: the green, the red, and the blue part of the map. And you can start looking at the jinkies starting from episode four hundred. 
And we're on episode 443 now. Jinky uh, 40, not episode 43, episode 703, but Jinky uh, 43. And uh, we're going to get to Jinky 64, you know, in the next few months. And uh, um, so if you're from the future, we might already be there. But definitely you will have at least a few of your jinkies on that map here. And you can listen, start with those on the, on the podcast. <coughs> and so, um, and again, this is an entry point into the understanding of the whole full picture, which is uh, kind of like a three-dimensional, um, um, they call it the vector equilibrium, right? It's a 64-point three-dimensional uh, metatronic cube, if you want to call it, which you can see all of these circles. In this case, it would be spheres, right, uh, in, in uh, creating this Merkaba, this, this geometric form that includes, in, explains all of, like, all of creation geometrically. And um, that's where we're ultimately going. But, um, but, you know, I mean, just getting into one is a thing. Getting to 11 is a thing. Now getting to the 64, we've got to enter somewhere. And at the very end, you realize that the entire thing we're doing is a trick. It's a trick to get us to focus our attention on God on the mystery, on the universe, on you, on your connection through your open heart, beyond the personality. And, and that's how we return home. How, what is home? Home is the present moment. To completely be present without any monkey mind telling you that you're not good enough or any of that shit. To have the ability to just live and enjoy your life and create without any inner tyrant that is always pushing you to become better. That is a trip, a, a trap of, of, of um, modern culture, this, this personal development thing. It's bullshit. It's a trap. It keeps people in, in, in a hamster wheel. Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not going to better. I got to be sexier. I got to be this. Blah, 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 blah. You want to be sexy? Be sexy because you want to be. You want to be doing something better? Do it because you want to be, not because you want to be better. It might sound like the same thing, but it's, a, it's, a, it's like diametrically opposite. But anyway, that's for another podcast. Um, so all of that is on that episode, uh, on that page. And there's charts and there's everything for you to read this map. And then uh, you can just, um, you know, search on the search for any word that you see on that, on that map, particularly your jinkies. And then we have episodes that talk about all of that stuff. Now, um, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking and Jordan.tv and Pearl Planet and Who Am I and all that stuff, click on the About tab, also on the black menu at the bottom of the page or all pages, and that'll take you to episode one. And our goal here is to help lay out the blueprint for a real world, for a real civilization, because the one we have right now, it's, uh, it's not real. It's, uh, it's a construct that came out of the shadows. And we all are um, responsible for it. Every single human being not uh, taking care of our own shit, of our own shadows, uh, feeds the world shadow. And what I mean by that is, is uh, just sadness and pain and suffering and stupidity and control and power and tripping and just so much suffering of people. It's, it's like when you see, well, why is there world hunger? Why is there poverty? Why is there suffering in the world? Why is there like child trafficking and, and you know, malfeasance? And why is there, you know, political abuse and, 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 and you know, economic uh, uh, 
destruction of entire countries. Why is there so much suffering? Because the shadow, the power that is enacted from the shadow destroys the world, destroys everything, it cannot destroy the soul. I mean, we're, this is like this whole reality, this, this, this thing is like toys, right? We're, we're, we're playing here. This is our playground. So uh, we're just having a very intense experience here. But um, we're coming to the end of this Kali Yuga, these dark ages. And uh, this stuff is old news now. I mean, I mean, many people are done with this suffering and pain and bullshit. And, uh, but <clears throat> in order for us to, ch to uh, evolve, we need to know what the fuck is happening. Because we have reached a level on our evolution where the greatest enemy of civilization right now, it's called propaganda. It's called marketing. Marketing has become a, 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 a thing to behold. You know, oh, my fucking God. It's, it's, it's the greatest monster ever invented. And it's so powerful because it can be seen. When, when the masses can be controlled to believe a lie at a world level and act and make decisions and, and subdue to mandates and edicts um, at a global level, uh, it's an enemy they can't see because they can't believe it could be possibly happening and it is happening. And so decisions of people to take, you know, inject themselves with this bioweapon, this mRNA bioweapon, uh, because otherwise they can't travel or they can't, um, you know, they're going to lose their job. Uh, that is called, uh, you know, the, the pinnacle of tyranny. And there is no reason for that because the fucking virus, which is a real virus, but it's just a coronavirus, has a 99.98% survival rate. I mean, you, you have more opportunity of die of a car crash than that. And so that... The fact that people throughout the world did not stood up for that and say, excuse me, you know, you haven't tested this thing. It takes about 10 years to take the test something. Where are the results? And they just took it. It means that they're under mind control. And uh, so very important to know where we are, because if we don't know where point A is, we cannot draw a line to point B. If people out there are sitting in the lie that they think that everything is working out, and and so they uh, they think that they're they're free, right? I mean, you are free because you know, but you are as free as how much knowledge you have, because then you can make decisions based on that knowledge. If you don't have the knowledge to make the decisions, then you are you're just uh, you're just you know roadkill. I mean, that it's 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 kind of like that, you know. If you you look at the, how much power and and, and knowledge somebody can have and abuse that they're coming from the shadow, right? And if you don't understand what's happening, they could come at you with a big smile and with the greatest fucking excuse about it. Oh, you're going to save your grandma. Oh, this is for the, for the good of all of us. We're protecting each other. And then you don't know. And then you go and inject yourself with that thing. And, you know, hopefully you get the 40% placebo and you're good. That's why a lot of people are good. They're fine that they took this thing. But then you take the second and the third and the booster and the booster. Now you're fucked because that shit's going to get you. Right. Thankfully, most people in the world are waking up for this thing and saying, OK, so there's something wrong with this thing because it's, you know, but now you're seeing people dying and, and, and sick and all sorts of bullshit. And, um, and, and it's, uh, you know, I mean, 
the details. You can get into the details. But on that page, on the about page at the bottom, there's a resources section that explains what's been going on in the last three years. On you know, on that level, uh, a global economic coup d'état. What is the art of subversion? And uh, and you know, what is this mass formation psychosis? This mass mind control, right? <clears throat> so it's very important that we um, that we realize where things are so that we can say no more. I will move my attention from that. And then when you move your attention, you are creating a completely different timeline. You are landing in a different timeline because now you're not supporting that vision of the future because now you know you, you're unruly. You are who you truly are. We are sovereign beings, individuals, epic, glorious beings. You know, we don't belong into this lie that keeps us separating us by race and sex and religion and all of this bullshit nationality. These are all tricks written by the book, you know, Sun Tzu Sword of War. This is all that's, that's the mountains. But people don't know. And so when it comes, they, uh, they can't possibly see what is going on. And, uh, and most important is not to freak out because there's nothing to be afraid of. And the only fear that we have is the fear of dying. But if we don't know, then we can't make decisions. This whole Jinky 43 deals a lot with uh, the healing of this uh, uh, wound of rejection, right? Uh, at, the, at the core level, because each one of these... Um, there's seven seals. Each one it's connected with a seven sacred wound, right? At the very core, a specific kind of branch of the core of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. And um, and so our job here is to realize what's going on, so that we can make decisions in our lives, in a physical reality and in a spiritual way. And the more we heal ourselves by looking into the darkness and embracing that power then we can actually, that light that goes through us reaches out into the world and now we're looking into the darkness of the world and then we take responsibility for saying, well, this is my fucking fault because I was asleep at the wheel and now this shit happened because I wasn't there. I didn't make the decisions. And you say, well, what can you do? Is the world stage. No, yes, you can. Stop, you know, buying shit from, you know, all these tyrants or these you know, corporations that are selling and enslaving people. Stop, you know, voting for these candidates that are lying. Stop, you know, these are little decisions that when when the critical mass takes on, they're the consequence of people loving themselves and loving each other. And this is how timelines are shifted. But they start and they are, they, they are, they are the, the, the timeline shifting is inside of, one, of oneself. But now you have a reference point. If you're looking at the world and say, oh, I'm fine, everything's good, you know, I mean... And they say, well, now you have to, uh, you know, inject yourself with this thing. And you go like, but, uh, um, you know, I don't want to. But you have to. How, who's choosing the timeline there? And it could be that you, you are so, you know, happy and jolly that, you know, that you get the placebo. Now you, you're good. You, you dodged that one because, you know, your energy was good. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to make it all the way through that because there's love is love is there. It's, it's, it happens. But it's time to grow up. Time to grow up as a civilization. Stop playing these child games of abuse on each other and, and pretending that the abuse is not fucking happening. And grow the fuck up. And get to the point where we actually... Um, 
when we take responsibility for the for ourselves, for our families, for our communities, for the entire of, of civilization. And how do we do that? By loving ourselves. And what is ourselves? There is only one of us. Remember, loving ourselves, meaning loving everything. And then and from that place you're gonna have a natural inner singing in your heart that's gonna you know push you know drive you towards something and now you're going to be working on something that contributes to the whole in some way but it's but but whatever happens out of that it's going to be right it doesn't matter what it is because it comes from a place of love this is how we build the future so um so that's what we're doing here and uh, all of that is there I am not a teacher, a spiritual teacher. There's no spiritual teachers here in this planet. And the, we do have higher fans every now and then. And uh, they have about a one in a million success rate. Uh, and they're, you know, wonderful to study under them. Um, very, very hardcore. Uh, but, uh, you know, these are people that have ascended, like Jesus. So it's not like, you know, Deepak Chopper is going to teach you that. You know what we're you know the reason I'm saying this is because we're spirituality is is really literally talking about you as an individual because this is the divine paradox right the divine dichotomy there's only one of us but it's not fucking communism it's not a community of I guess you could say it's a community of individuals because it's both simultaneously the endless many and the one whole right and. Uh, and so the way we realize this is by being individuals. So it's a beautiful thing. You know, the way you realize the love of, of the whole is by, by allowing and loving your own individual self-expression. Um, so no one can tell you what the road to God is. You've got to find it yourself. What are we doing? We're just sharing data. This stuff is philosophy. All of this stuff, this is not truth. This is this is uh, this is information, high frequency information. We're not talking about you know learning how to, you know. I'm not saying that there's things that are not high frequency, but obviously you know learning how to change your t- your tire in your car is not the same as this. You, know, you do that, and you know that's it's done. Now you change the tire. End of story. But this is this is really um, a, um, um, a tool. For us to um, have a conversation, direct conversation with the mystery, with this beautiful, magnificent, endless eternity that exists in the moment within ourselves and that feeds us all the energy we need. Because the problem of these, you know, civilizations is that we're hunting for energy outside of ourselves when the energy is in our heart. It's, it's in what we give. That is... The point of change of this civilization when we evolve from the Homo sapiens to the Homo sanctus, when we change that one habit, the habit of getting into the habit of giving. And so uh, that's love. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing here. So um, so let's dive into this um, uh, city of epiphany, right? The star and the magi, the magi, right? The, the, the magus. Um, our technological and our, I would say, you know, in parentheses, this, this civilization's, 
you know, shadow technology, our technological advances have made us so efficient that more and more people have time in their lives to ponder the meaning of life. And this is spoken by Richard Rudd because he's got, you know, he's figured it out, you know, or he was born with a silver spoon. I don't know. I think so. So, but it's, it's not necessarily exactly right. You only see what you're able to see from the vantage point that you are, but this technological advances for many people all over the world, it hasn't given that. They're fucking working like a dog, five, you know, two, three jobs to pay for stuff. And so this thing is accelerating in, in ridiculous ways. Uh, but what it has done is that for many people, it has given us that chance, you know, if we happen to live in more developed countries. Um, and 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 but at the same time, without the proper connection, uh, a lot of people get lost in the in the in the mirage of the spiritual life without true uh, experience. And so, um, you know, it's it's a give and take. I cannot make, you know, a statement I cannot make a statement that our evolution, technological evolution has make has given us more time. Because uh, that is, a, you know, it's just a percentage. So evolution can only deepen, thus preparing our species for breakthroughs of a more spiritual nature. As the gift of insight, which we just went through in the last couple episodes, becomes commonplace in people's lives. And this is what happens. Because this is, at least this is what I see, you know, this whole, whole civilization is going to crumble down. The entire of this illusion of reality we live, it's going to fall down. And I'm, what I'm talking about is the bureaucratic system that, that, that is behind all of our beautiful creations, because the creations are real. But once they're absorbed into this business matrix of reality that, that has, you know, uh, it's based on this competition consciousness that um, I'm not saying that competition is bad. I'm saying that competition is bad when it's coming from the shadow. When you have a competition coming from the gift, it stops being competition and it becomes a, um, a, a, a feisty collaboration or something like that, you know, <laughs> which is fun. You know, it's like you want to play with a player that uh, it's uh, it's better than you because it's it's more exciting to and then if you're playing with somebody that, you know, you're just beating in the first round. I mean, that's in terms of fun, right? In terms of defining why are we living life, you know? Because life is excitement. If it's not, if the game is not excitement, if not excited, then why the fuck are we playing it? But in this case, we have, um, we have this gift of insight and becomes the commonplace in people's lives. Too. So he's looking into the future where what is going to happen. And what is happening. And also we're talking about timelines. So he's in a timeline where he can see all of this. But, you know, I mean, he's standing in his office or, or wherever, this little world and just interacting with that. Just as I do it, too. You know, in my little world, it's actually pretty fucking awesome. You know, I'm hanging out here in my office and I hang out with really awesome people because I am incredibly selective of the kind of frequency I'm hanging out with. I'm doing great things. I'm having fun. Right. And I live in a beautiful place. I go to beautiful, you know, places. I, 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 I eat good food. I am happy. I'm creating exciting things. My life is pretty groovy, right? And, uh, but I also, I am also aware 
that there and I, I guess that that's really there from a certain perspective is really contemplating that we're all one because at that point yes it's not your responsibility to change anyone or to save or help anybody that's not your job but because now you're experiencing love and you're seeing all of the other people in all of the other timelines and saying you know fuck man i mean you don't have to live like that you don't have to put up with that bullshit you can just, you know, shift your attention here and, and you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to work better for you. If they come and ask, like, for example, this is my podcast, so I just, this is my house, so I speak what I think in my house. But I'm not going out there in the world trying to shove these on people. You know, if they come and ask me, I tell them. That is what love is, because you need to respect other people's journey. If they need a 50,000 year slavery, cybernetic implantation, artificial intelligence, genetic modification journey of suffering in order for them to fucking get love, well, God bless them. You know, I ain't going there. And, and a lot of people are going there. And, and, you know, it's sad. It's sad because a lot of people, I guess they wouldn't if they knew better. But, you know, I guess at this point we're in a place where it's like, okay, you know, um, intervention needs to happen. It's just like, wake the fuck up. Look, you're going to fall over the cliff. And I guess that's the fool. Ultimately, the fool is going to fall off the cliff and find the journey. But why when we can just say, okay, or it's like somebody waking you up in the morning. Hey, wake up, wake up. You know, there's a fucking earthquake. We got to get out of the house. Wouldn't you do that for somebody in your family? Because this is what we are. We are family. It's a fucking earthquake. Let's get out of the house. You, oh, no, it's sleeping. Let's let's fucking, you know, um, you know, respect its sleep. There's a fucking earthquake. God damn it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So that's where we are, right? So, but this gift of insight, it's, um, it's the ability to listen to yourself. And so we need to make this breakthrough where we are to listen to ourselves. To, and what I mean by that is the light of creation that's flowing through us, that unique shard of light that's landing in this reality through your heart. So as the human rebellious spirit comes alive, our DNA attunes to higher and more refined frequencies because we're becoming, we're realizing that we're individuals. Remember, it's a realization all the way from deafness, all the way through insight and then epiphany, right? That's the revelation, ultimate revelation. This means that the age of individual truth will take over from the need for collective pseudo-truths based on insecurity. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Believing on the system that has a very specific idea of what, oh, you got to work like this and do this like that. You got to go to the school and learn all this bullshit that's not going to help you in your entire life. You know, and you're going to, you have to, uh, you know, bow to this or that religion or this behavior, this social style, you know, per, you know, Marxism or communism or fascism or, you know, globalism, whatever the fuck it is. Now I'm that. I'm this. Oh, I am gay. Oh, I am straight. Who gives a fuck? You see what I'm saying? All of these things is what puts us in boxes. When you're truly an individual, you don't need to justify what you are or what you're doing. You don't need anybody to accept who you are. And this is the hardest thing to do. This is what this city deals with ultimately. Really that getting to the, the become this creative rebel. That is the insight, right? And this is why all of these collective pseudo-truths 
because there's no such thing as collective truth. There's only personal experience. That's the only way we can get truth. Until then, we just have beliefs, right? This is philosophy, including all of this stuff I'm saying. Until we live it, then now we fucking know. Because we were there when it happened. <clears throat> so the 64 Gene Keys describes each of the codes of consciousness without specific instructions. And that's a cool thing. I'm talking about this stuff, but there's not an instruction. The instruction is simple. Contemplate these keywords. Overlay them on, on your life. What does it mean to you? What are you going to get? And what is contemplation? There's, a, there's a, several episodes on, on you know, join.tv that talk about the art of contemplation. So just uh, put on the search, contempl- the word contemplation, you're going to get a bunch of them. And or go to the episode 256 and just uh, click on the, there's a link there that says uh, resources. And I'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can get the art of contemplation. And it's a book. It's a tiny little book. It's not even that big. It's just, I mean, in, in, a, in a nutshell, it's just uh, observing, putting your attention in, in these keywords, these gene keys, right? Three per keyword. So, so, so we got 64 gene keys and each one has so three words. So one, we have 192 keywords. And then you observe it. And then you're thinking about its relationship. But you understand because you're entering through the map. What's the relationship with the sphere and all of that stuff, right? So... um. But they don't have specific instructions. That's why I tell you it's flexible. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter, man. I mean, you're going to be looking at any of these jinkies. And you're going to be just downloading whatever the fuck you're imagining it is. And that's what it's going to be. Because you're going to get the moment that it says, oh, that's it. You came up with the entire thing. And it could be the same revelation that somebody got on a different jinky. Because they're all the same. Ultimately, they're hologenetic, like a hologram. Every part of the 64 matrix uh, uh, includes every other part. So whenever you, if you penetrate any one of these you know, uh, gene keys, right? these keywords, these, these, these genetic keys, it's going to connect you with the entire um, you know, grid. And that's the work we're doing. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful work, right? So therefore, it cannot claim the gene key system to hold any truth. This stuff isn't true. This philosophy. The truth exists inside of each one of us. When it is experienced and when it is seen or read or heard, it may trigger a process of recognition within our DNA. Suddenly you hear something that sounds like the truth. You're like, fuck, that sounds about just right. Because you're vibrating on that wavelength. So it's going to resonate with you. Your waves, your inner waves are going to resonate with the waves of the, of the message, right? And, uh, <clears throat> and it's going to make sense. All this stuff makes sense. And when you see it somewhere, oh my God, that's love. Oh, I resonate with that. But if you're not in the love, you're in the darkness, you're in the pain, the power, you're going to hate love. People are into power and controlling others. They're not loving people. They despise love. It's all about control and, and head trips and shit and all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, I've been there and I've known that. So I know it's nasty. And, I, you know, I don't recommend it for anybody. But if you're there and you need to live that experience, then love is not going to resonate with you. And it's as simple as that. I mean, it's really being honest with yourself and where you are. And that that's going to give you the life that 
that in the moment you need to experience, the experiences that you need to keep evolving because it's, it's a stair, the stairway to heaven. But you can't skip steps. A lot of people that try to do that, they, they, they really find the, the, the hard way. So, um, so when it is seen, read or heard, I triggers a process of recognition within our DNA. True insight only comes in this way. When all outer instructions have been removed, we're no longer listening to the world. All human beings move through three natural stage of, stages of evolution. We talked about this. Survival at the shadow level. This is literally the shadow. Service at the gift level, because now we've recognized that we're, you know, we are one organism. We don't know it completely because we haven't surrendered the personality, but we can feel it. This is love. And now we're, we are giving that love that we have. This is service. And then uh, at, the, at the level of the city, we have surrender. And what is surrender? Surrender of everything, the personality, everything. Why? Because you realize that we've been, you've been experiencing life from one shard, one angle of the light of creation. And so when you give up that one angle, you become all of it, all of them. You return back to being able to see all of life simultaneously. And what does it cost? It costs the personality. The personality needs to go out the window. But, you know, at that point, it just feels organic. And you go like, oh, wow, yay. You know, this is where we're going. This is our destiny. <clears throat> so, um, so the 43rd city of Epiphany represents the final breakthrough of consciousness possible within a human being. The word epiphany is derived from a Greek word meaning inner manifestation. One of the meanings of epiphany has to do with the manifestation of a divine being, which is why it has become associated with the recognition of the baby Jesus' divine nature. The city of epiphany is an inner surrendering that takes place in, in within ourselves when we reach this level of the city, right? When it occurs... Uh, we cease to identify with the personality and become a manifestation of divine being. So that is the city. The city is still becoming a, a manifestation of, of God, right? But the city is a door to God. So when you go through the door, the, even the manifestation goes away and there's just God. And now the vessel, the body becomes a vessel for God. Because we are God. God is, God is us. If you, if you want to say, that's probably much better say. Because whenever we speak, we're talking from the personality. So the personality is, you know, it's a very tiny little part of God that, that just it doesn't really do anything. And so um, it is the sudden revelation from within. Wait. Yeah. And so the epiphany is that there are no special exalted beings. It is the epiphany that consciousness is all there is. This is probably the most powerful, uh, you know, statement in the, that I've read in the entire Jinkies um, book. The epiphany is that there are no special exalted beings. It is the epiphany that consciousness is all there is. Because if somebody is special, then everybody else is not. And this is the head trip of the of the personality, right? I'm special. Oh, I'm Jewish. Um, we are special people. Oh, I'm Muslim. We're special people. Oh, I'm Christian. We're fucking special people. Oh, I am a rock star. I'm a special people. This is the shadow. 
This is the personality. And it's written in the fucking sacred scriptures. Oh, we're the, we're the chosen ones. Fuck that. You know where that leads? That leads to the suffering of the world. Because then you're not looking at God in everything. It's just you or your people. It is the same shit. There's a jinky where we deal with that. Uh, I don't remember exactly which one, but uh, we've already looked into that. I'm sorry, I should, I should know. <laughs> but uh, it deals all about that tribal thing, right? When somebody special and exalted, we're looking at Jesus. Jesus, okay, Jesus is, is epic. Jesus is epic. Buddha is epic. They're just like us. They just got it. Oh, I got it. And then that's it. But they're just like us, like everybody else, as ordinary as everybody and as divine as everybody, because that's that's the thing, you know, the divine dichotomy, the paradox. When one is divine, everyone is divine. There's not like there's anybody less divine than anybody else. All of this fucking bullshit with the fucking white supremacy and black power and all of this bullshit goes out the window. You realize that that's subversion in, in a community to separate the people. We're all divine beings. There is no separation. Oh, I'm special, you know, because, oh, you're special because you're white and you grew up and now I'm not because I'm a victim. When you realize that that is mind control, and, you know, you, you get rid, you drop, throw that thing out the window. It doesn't matter. The, the bio, we're not the bio machine. So, um, so it is the sudden revelation from within that we have been wasting our time looking for a God. Epiphany is expressed beautifully through the Buddhist enlightenment when after so many years of searching and meditation, he just became so tired that he surrendered. It was at this moment of deep surrender that he experienced his sudden epiphany. That he was just an ordinary man searching for something that he already was. This is why, this is why all of this jinkies, this tool, this 64, all of this stuff, it's just a trick. The entire thing we're doing, the 700 episodes we've fucking done. You know, all of the books that Richard wrote, he says it himself. Thank God, right? It's a trick. This is a trick. To, so that we can totally, you know, uh, surrender the personality to God and realize that we are, God is already us. That's it. But we have to go through the journey. This isn't something that we, you can just claim because then you can't fool God. Oh, I am God. Oh, you know, God is I. Blah, 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 blah. And then, oh my fucking God, here comes the journey. Because you are the big, big, you are God. You're better than everybody. Oh, I'm fucking big, big God. Big, big God. <laughs> Look at me coming with my big dick. This, I've seen this. I've been this. Oh my God, the suffering that comes after that one. You bring suffering into your life. You bring suffering into everybody's life because now you're better than everybody. You're a God. This is what happens with all these fucking villains that, that sit on positions of power at a world level. They have a, 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 a cult religion, Luciferianism, Satanism, and they, they think they're gods. But here's the key word. They think they're gods. They're not because they're thinking. You can't think and be. 
Either you be or you think. The thinking is the personality. Being is God. And so it's about allowing the Kundalini to race up the third seal, closed third seal. That's where all of that shit's happening because there's still a polarized self, separated self. Unify that, that, that polarity into, into um, neutrality and raise that consciousness. And then you meet love. When you understand that there is not another person, it is you. They are you. You can't hurt them. And you realize that the game gets even more exciting and more difficult when you take that journey of love. Because it's easy to be an asshole and just, you know, stomp, stomp on everybody and just destroy everything and be a fucking, you know, what's it called? A, a spoiled brat. Oh, I know everything. La, 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 la. It's going to be done my way. That's easy, right? Just be a real asshole. But love, love, love everybody with their quirks and with their nastiness and with their whatever the stage of evolution they are. Now that's a game. That's the game to become so advanced that you can love everyone. Oh my God, now that's epic. If you're talking about levels of difficulty and, and just more excitement, because it's, you know, when you want to play a game, it wants to be like next level. Now that is next level. <clears throat> so yeah, you, um, you know, Buddha realized that he was just an ordinary man searching for something that he already was. We are searching for something that we already are. Even though we hear this and may sense the truth of it, we still can do nothing to hasten our own epiphany. And that's the thing, you know, this is where a lot of people get stuck in the dark night of the soul because they believe, oh, why am I not fucking enlightened? I've been doing yoga for 20 years and then I've, you know, I'm vegan, right? Oh my God, I know everything about all the fucking religions. Why am I not enlightened? <laughs> why am I not enlightened? Because this isn't about that. It is not about that. It's about just being ordinary. Truly just enjoying your life. It's not about the superpowers. Oh, I want to fucking throw fire off my hands with my chi. Oh, chi, 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 chi. <laughs> that shit happens when it needs to happen, if it happens at all. Because it's, 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 those are, you know, fireworks. It's not about that. It's about love. When you can love that grand within your heart and still be your unique self-expression, then it doesn't matter if you can do telepathy and, you know, flick backwards and smell your own ass, you know? I mean, it doesn't fucking matter. Don't matter. And if it happens, it's great. You're getting there. And at some point, it will happen because you've, you've re prepared yourself to get to the point where there's nothing in the way. The personality is not in the way. Right? So, um, so even though, you know, we hear this, right? We cannot accelerate this revelation. It can only come unexpectedly. Everyone who experienced the city of epiphany does so differently because we all are having our own personal entry point into God because we're different points, angles from which God is landing in this reality. So it has to come from a different angle. That's why there is no manual that can take us there. This is why this is the hardest thing to do. Because yes, it's about really taking responsibility for your life and saying this. I am an individual. I am what I am, the way that I am. And I love it. I love myself exactly the way I am. And because I love myself, I love everyone. 
because you recognize that you you realize how valuable is your freedom and so you no longer want to impose your way on others you're like they're having their life you know unless they're you know destroying the world and you say okay enough <laughs> you know stop it you know you you're messing it for everybody here so you know you just you know end them <laughs> let's see it you know okay you come, you come back next lifetime because you know we don't need that shit here that's what's happening right now it's about to happen so um right uh, so the buddha had to be disappointed but other people have experienced it in many unique ways that's what i'm saying you the, the buddha was disappointed and maybe you you're gonna be experiencing in a completely different way there is a story about an eskimo shaman named Uvavnuk, who experienced her epiphany while living, were, were taking a pee beneath the stars on one night. And the same thing happened to St. Francis of Assisi. He was just laying at night and seeing the stars, and he got it. And no one can know how, when, or to whom, uh, at which point this epiphany will occur. And that is a beautiful mystery. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Um, um, I'm going to continue continue with this uh, city of epiphany tomorrow. But uh, um, when you go to jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, and the about page, you will find all our social media links. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. On the menu on jorn.tv, on the Pioneers link, that will take you to the category, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are you know conversations we have with people that have had their own healing in through their darkness, and now they are happier people. They have found something that have brought them the light back into their lives. They heal themselves, and now they're sharing that. And just beautiful stories, storytelling. These, you can uh, watch them. They're also on video, and they're on audio. And at the bottom right corner of TV, there's a support button. If you want help with one-on-one coaching or guidance with working with your jinkies, you can find more about it right there. If you're going through your own dark night of the soul, we have a very specific coaching program for people going through the dark night of the soul. The deepest darkness spiritual pit of, of all. And we have a way to help people if they're ready to be helped. Because, you know, you can't force this thing. But if you are ready to let it go, it's pretty easy. It's changing one habit. And it takes about 90 days. So we have all information there. You can find out there. And we're coming very soon with a program called Life Design. And that's for working with all of this work with we're doing with the Jinkies, integrating them into your business, into your relationships, into your work, your internal work, life design, the full thing. Really working with, you know, raising that, uh, that energy from the shadow into your genius and manifesting that genius in your life. So if you're that kind of person, you need one-on-one help, click on that support button and learn more about it right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.